I don't think we know what makes workers good. What do you think about that? Because we have job descriptions, right, that are written and supposedly describe what it takes for someone to be successful in that role. But those job descriptions are never tested. They're not investigated. They're not really grounded any in any reliable or valid data. And yet we make all kinds of hiring decisions and performance decisions based on something that may have been written back in 1999. So performance is such a tricky issue, isn't it? It is. And so Matthew Budman, who we talked about before, wrote an article at the Conference Board Review while we were still there. And it was called, I, I might be getting the title wrong, but are we any better at managing people today or yeah. something like that? And it's a question that we can keep asking year after year. And the answer is kind of debatable. To begin with, how you even measure performance to begin with is rife with all kinds of controversy because there's really no magic, perfect way to measure performance. It's always going to be subjective to a degree anyway, you know, and you look at scores, you know, you look at employee engagement, for example, right? And of course, every HR tech vendor likes to cite Gallup's employee engagement (laughs) ratings because Gallup's data shows that employee engagement is relatively low. But guess what? When you start looking at different organizations and how they measure engagement, some of them are Gallup's competitors or, you know, or just different research groups like Shuram, et cetera, the numbers are completely different and some show really high levels of engagement. But of course, obviously, no HR tech vendor wants to cite the high engagement scores because they have a product to sell, of course. But the point is, is that not only do we not know how to measure so much of performance and productivity, but even when we do measure it, it's often so skewed by subjectivity and lack of any real rigor behind it. Now, I will say assessments obviously play a role in all of this too, but... Uh, It depends on what assessment though, right? I mean, it's not like assessments, I don't mean interrupt, but I'm just so passionate about how crappy assessments are. And there are assessments that are based on data and rigorous science. And then there are assessments that are like, well, one could call Myers-Briggs an assessment, right? In some ways. So when you have an organization like Pfizer, where I worked, that made me take a Myers-Briggs and then made some decisions based on my profile, you begin to wonder like, what's going on here? You know, and are we just using technology and assessments to get to the outcome that we wanted? Or do we really believe in the science? So I don't know, what were you going to say about assessments? I was going to say that most of the time people take assessments and the output is either not used at all, which is, I think, most often the case, frankly, or misused. There's one assessment that I took that asked me, you know, a whole bunch of questions about my personality and and I answered them. And then what a shock. The assessment said that I typically don't follow rules, et cetera. I'm like, (laughs) you didn't have to use an assessment. Basically, the assessment is just spitting back at you everything you just told it. And this is supposed to be some sort of revelatory data that we're going to make decisions on. Something else too, at Prudential, I actually found out that I was almost not hired because of an assessment, because of the pre-employment assessment that I took. And it showed that I scored out of Prudential's bounds when it came to something like following rules. And it was my boss who hired me anyway, because she pointed out, are you kidding me? I scored low on that too. And look how great I turned out. And you know what? I turned out great at Prudential too. You did. You did. You were only laid off, not fired. (laughs) Exactly. Give it 